News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, Cabinet will be discussing relaxing the restrictions on bankers' bonuses and pay this morning. Pay has been capped at €500,000 per year at the three bailed out banks which survived the crash that is Bank of Ireland AIB and permanent TSB but this looks like that is set to change and indeed bonuses of up to €20,000 could be reintroduced as well so should we be welcoming this is this a good idea for more we're going to be discussing this now with Brian Carey who's the business editor of the Sunday Times and People Before Profit TD Paul Murphy Brian I'll come to you first of all do you think this is a good idea? Oh, I think it, 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 it's probably timely. You know, this uh, has to end at some stage. Uh, it's, it's, it's on the statute, uh, or it's, sorry, it's part of policy and on the statute books uh, for, for, for over 10 years. It's also been knocking around, um, uh, for, I think, for the last four years when uh, the minister hired Corn Ferry recruitment consultants to, uh, to basically look at bankers' pay and to review bankers' pay. In, in, in the light of, uh, of of the market and, and the restrictions that are there. So I think, to a large extent, I think this is something that the minister thinks is the right thing to do. We aren't returning to the uh, bad old days whereby uh, bankers could guess uh, bonuses equal to basically one or one and a half or even two times uh, their annual salary, which is what the banks in, in other European countries are allowed to do. But uh, So there's not going to be a return to that. You're talking about um, really a uh, 20,000 uh, variable pay uh, cap, if you like, a bonus cap, which is large to most of us, absolutely. Um, but it's not really going to uh, affect the the, uh, the higher ranking. This is really about the bank being able to compete, compete okay. for staff, particularly in, in, in IT. Okay. So, you know, you can't really hamper the banks, and we still own Let, still own a very big chunk. So, of the it's, it's so so in in order to get good people and be able to compete in that market for top people, this is this is not unreasonable. Paul Murphy, do you agree? Do we have Paul there? Because we had one of the biggest bank bailouts in the world, sixty-four billion euros. The the public net is still losing 45 billion euros on that, right? That's money we're never going to get back. Uh, went to bail out the banks as a result of you know this massive crash that we had, and that doesn't incorporate the costs of the rate of unemployment, the austerity, the poverty, the deprivation, and the, and the austerity that, that came from that. Um, that was a consequence of banks, banks pursuing profits at all costs, fueled by a culture of bonuses and so on. Um, this is like going back to normal, but normal wasn't very good. Normal got us into an absolute crisis well, and that wasn't the last crisis. Paul, what about Brian's point that in order to compete, to get, to get you know, the, the top performing, high-flying CEO types that, that you know, if, if these are the kinds of pays and salaries that are being paid in other jurisdictions to, to senior bankers, that, that if we want to get good people that we'll have to pay? But is this like turkeys lobbying against Christmas? Of course they'd say that. I mean, we're talking here in terms of the, the cap of 500,000 euros. If you're on 500,000 euros a year, you're already in the top 1% of earners in this country. And yet it suggests that that isn't enough. We need to lift the cap so that people can be paid a million euros or whatever. You know, This is a time when hundreds of thousands of families are worrying about winter coming, worrying about if they're going to be able to heat their homes and feed their families properly. And many people won't be able to. 
And yet the government is focused on saying to the top 1% of earners, you can go and earn even more. And just to say that the kind of crimes of the banks, they're not things that are in the dim and distant past. We also have the tracker mortgage scandal, again, fueled by a drive for profit, denying the rights of tens of thousands of customers to access tracker mortgages with massive cost to ordinary people, okay. people losing their let, homes. Let, and let's put all that to, to, to Brian. It's, it's easy to, to list the litany of where, where banks went wrong in the last sort of couple of decades here in this country. Does that make a difference, what, what, what Paul is saying? Well, it does, but that that kind of, to a certain extent, is the past. The tracker mortgage examination is actually over. The fines have been dished out to the banks, and they've been very, very substantial. There are uh, remaining issues with regard to accountability in that, and we may see more of that in, in, in the future. That's that's with the central bank. Um, there's also a new uh, senior executive accountability regime legislation, which is due to go to the doll next year. So things are changing. And in terms of the, the, the timeliness of it now, the, the government has signalled they're going to lift the cap. They aren't actually going to lift the cap at AIB in permanent TSB um, if, uh, until uh, the shareholding yeah. has got to a, a, an appropriate level. And that's most likely to be a minority stake. That could happen by the end of next year. Uh, AIB is 57%, so they're not too far off from 49%. So it really is, you know, when do you, do? You, is this set in stone forever? When do you stop this or, or is this the reality of banking? And also in terms of chief executive pay, uh, the variable uh, element of this, it really is hitting uh, below that. And in fact, the, the banks haven't found it that difficult to get chief executives and good chief executives because people want to be chief executive of a financial institution. It's a very prestigious position. It's really at the lower level, uh, beyond, below that, particularly chief financial officers and, and areas like chief risk, which is very, very technical, but these people are in huge demand. They're very difficult to get, but they're really integral to actually proper functioning of the bank and they actually protect the bank customers. Okay. So they're really, really important. And another, just another area is, is IT. And we all know how important IT is to the banks now and anything that goes wrong with IT and cybersecurity and other things has massive impact on customers. And if you can't actually compete for good people in that area, that'll affect your performance. And, and Paul, those are very good points. Whatever about what the banks have done in the past, if we can't get good IT officers, if we can't get risk officers, if they can earn more money elsewhere, I know you're comparing them to people who are struggling on the bread line, but that's not who, who they are actually the peers of. These people are the peers of people who are who are working in other banks throughout the rest of the world and, and they could just up sticks and go. And if we see the former head of, of, of one of the Irish banks here headed off to Credit Suisse and earned multiples, earned millions of euros as a basic salary pay. We, we do know that, that that banking pays and pays internationally. I mean, 500,000 euros is, is no, not No, no, I'm not arguing that point. No, that's, absolutely, so, that's the case. So already they can earn that much money and that much money can be paid to them to, to but attract But if you can them. earn 500,000 here or 2 million elsewhere, that's still something that people but, will take into consideration. But before the crisis... We didn't have any bankers caps. We were attracting the best, the brightest, you know, the very best talent were working in the Irish bank, supposedly. And where did that get us? You know, they they drove to drive this like massive uh, housing 
bubble. Uh, they were pushing mortgages on people. They were pursuing the profits and their own personal bonuses at any cost. And the consequence was an absolute disaster for society. All right, let me, we let me, had to pay to let me put that last point. Uh, Paul's point there that, you know, the idea that, oh, if you pay peanuts, you'll, you'll get monkeys. Yeah. We, we didn't have a cap in the past. We still were poorly served by our banking sector. What, so paying what? lots of money doesn't yeah. necessarily guarantee a, a good banking sector. No, absolutely. But Paul's kind of hit the nail on the head there. What, 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 what was the problem was the incentivizing of, of senior bank leadership to massive bonuses. And there is still an 89% tax on any bonus over €20,000. So it's very hard to see how you can return to that kind of situation where the banks are basically hamstrung from, from, right. from giving bonuses over 20000 Look, thank you both very much for speaking to us this morning on all of that. That is Paul Murphy there, People Before Profit TD and Brian Carey, Business Editor of the Sunday Times. Do let us know what you think. It, it, they are eye-watering sums of money, but is that what we have to pay in order to get people here and to compete? We'd love to know what you think on the show this morning. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.